Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast taking place at the parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we are sitting down with local artist Joe Bruce. We want to thank the parlor for sponsoring, as well as R1 Entertainment, Bolt Coffee, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Dash Bicycle. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guests before we sit down with him to discuss his experiences with the local music scene. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show. Okay. All right. That's right. What the 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 yeah, 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 look, touch down like a honey, y'all return, kind of funny how the mind gotta relearn, double down on my grind, on my preserve, kind of funny how the hate make me swerve, I just wanna laugh like Ray Liotta, in the mall ears like Baby Yoda, watch her switch gears like old Corolla's been sick since sidekicks mode, the rollers in my tech soft flex, they told me hold up but I can't, Stephen A. Smith, you might hear me rant, swing and I miss, I change up my stance, really nice picture, really nice dance, but you boys don't rap, they took the game then poisoned that, hit or bring change like coins come back, in the same lane putting noise on tracks like room room, field full of weeds, I'm a new bloom, July through June, I keep speaking on boom 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 bap bring it on back if it ain't too much to ask give thanks hold up your cup of glass be your goddamn self cuz nothing lasts tell the DJ cut that fucking trash give me my space I'ma operate like what should I build in my shop today keep it simple I will not complicate what I am what I am space I'ma operate like what should I build in my shop today keep it simple I will not complicate what I am what I am yeah okay so that's a joint uh, called Workshop, produced by my brother Clark Work. On the album, you'll see it features Ren Thomas out of New Jersey, as well as my brother Troy Rain out of New Jersey. So that's a sneak peek. They're not here, obviously. Um, so we're just gonna get it. We got a couple other sh- songs from the project that we're gonna we're gonna preview to you guys. Hope you vibing out there. If you're just checking in, we out here at Motif Mag. My brother DJ Sure Live, and we having some fun. So we having some fun. Let's get to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What y'all think of my fit out there? Shout out Sammy. Yeah, yeah. God is my witness, I'm in this bitch heavy. Not Katy Perry though. I smell the roses, the lilies, the merry goes. They say I'm, I'm staying very low like TJ. We in our highlights and replays. Funny cause all of this shining on knee praise. Weekend, we stepping, I'm not in the creeping industry. People, they give me the creeps. I don't rock Nike, but boy, I'm elite. I pay some dues and I got receipts. We make some money, then find a retreat. Tripping on tripping, I'm one with the tree. You never ask how you gonna receive. Over consumption, they stay on the feed. I'm feeding the people, I feel like a nun on the road with the vision. I'm second to none, I don't wanna be a player no more. But I'm big with the pun, shit on the drums, sick on the thunder. Yeah, it was cold till we rose up the tundra. All of your bars are as lethal as stun guns. I lost some days, so I'm praying we won some. Working my way off conundrums. I don't need witnesses, this who I am. I don't be pressing, cause God got a plan. I get caught up, stuck in the jam. I make it out. Word to the fam. He ain't got bars, but he talk about a brand. I just want lions and wolves in the stands. Light up the venue, I came with the band. If you not on the wagon, you don't understand. Heavy, we gon' pop. Now Katy Perry though. I smell the roses, the lilies, the merry goes. They say I'm grounded, I'm staying very low like TJ. We in the highlights and replays. Funny cause all of this shining on knee praise. I live it up on a weekday. I get to work on the weekend. 
not in the creeping, yeah. That's a joint called Katy Perry, off the project as well. That one's produced by my brother, Sean, out of Utah. Young kid, young kid. So that one's hard. That one made the project simply because it's hard. It's the hardest one on there, in my opinion. Um, sure, life lasts, but it's the hardest one, in my opinion, man. Um, so why, why'd you laugh, Sherlock? Talk to me. No argument, all right, no argument. I'm with that, I'm with that, I'm with that. So yeah, we already a couple joints down off the project. We got a couple more um, that we're gonna jump into. This next one is called Funhouse, and I think that this is a great flagship song for the project because it em embodies a lot of the messages um, that, that I believe Serpent overall kind of signifies. So yeah, we'll, we'll get into Funhouse. This is one of my favorite joints for sure. Yeah, 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 welcome to the fun house, welcome to the fun house, welcome to the fun house, I know people that just want clout, for the movie if you talk about, it's like swimming through the shark mouth, if you pay your mission I'm like welcome to the fun house, images distorted I know people that just won't cloud anything we're calling for the movie if you talk about anything worth hearing it's like swimming through the hey right right okay shark mouth that's how sharp a turn it take stardom cut your heart out left them burning on a stake this is what we want now this is what we clamor for tell them put the guns down heard about it on channel 4 but now I want that fuck shit yelling through my speaker ho feel it in it's tempting see how far and deep it go I just want my blessings I don't want to see below but now it got me stressing walked into the game they shouted welcome to the fun house I know people that just want clout for the movie if you talk about it's like through the if you pay your mission I'm like welcome to the Images distorted, I know people that just Anything recorded for the movie If you Anything worth hearing, it's like Hey, look If they talking about race on the news They got agendas If they talking politics Then they plotting, trying to get your Here's a mixture, a concoction I've concocted Might prevent your heart from stopping Pulled up with it, brother Hop and take you backstage Okay, pennies for your time. The attention span has been banned by design. Hell, if I know why, until it's finalized, the truth is sitting right behind your eyes. Welcome to the fun house. I know people that just want clout. For the movie, if you anything worth hearing, it's like swimming through the. If you pay your mission, I'm like, welcome to the fun house. Yeah, welcome to the fun house. Welcome, wait, welcome to the fun house. I'm just trying to distract you a little bit. I'm just trying to distract you. Be in line with all the other media you, you consume. Listen, listen, listen. Produced by my brother Tyler Ocean. One of the goats, one of the real, real, real goats. Um, which is a perfect segue because the next joint we're gonna do is maybe if you're out there watching live, you may have heard this is the only single that's dropped. So far, Shine, produced by Mikey Ocean, uh, one, of, one of the Ocean Boys. Um, and this is featuring Miss, Miss Marrows, another goat, another legend. I'm actually going to move my stool 
move my stool for the time being so we can get up here and have some fun. I'm probably off camera right now. I can't see y'all, but if y'all out there tuning in, Eddie, how's it look? We got we got a, we got an audience out there. If as long if there's at least one person out there, I'm rocking with you. We got Greg's in the back. Greg's an OG. Greg's a legend. So we got Greg Roy. You know where we at? We at the parlor. So um, yeah, we we gonna we gonna vibe out. This one's gonna be real fun. Real 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 fun. What's up, man? I love her too, man. <laughs> This is the only song we've had we we've made together, and it happened really fast, if I'm not mistaken. I hit you like the day of, like I'm going to generous spot later. I, I can hear you on this song. I feel like you was like there. You was like, yo, <laughs> I'm here. You better get here. And I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm grateful it happened. It was perfect too. Like really? you have For the real. perfect verse on this song. Thank you. And that's what collaboration is about, in my opinion. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not even a competition. It's just like. Can the two people or the multiple people complement the end game the best? You yeah. Know, bring their strengths to the table. So that's a lot of talking for this song, but you already know the vibe, Trev. What's good? <laughs> What's good? Let's do it. Yeah, 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 shine. Okay, they want to see me glow, they want to see me shine. I can't even know, I'ma go take your mind. They want to see me grow, I'ma go spread my vines. They want to see me blow, I think it's tick tick time, time. They want to see me, they want to see me shine. I can't even know, I'ma go take your mind. They want to see me, I'ma go throw my, let's go. Okay. Tick, tick, time, time, yeah, they time. They want to see me max out. They just want to see me low. I ain't got shit to be mad about. I do not worry about foes. All they want to know what's that about. I do not do it for show. I heat it up when they tap out. But I don't be by the stove. Stove, I hit the note and we North bound. All the way, all the way, yo. Uh, they want to know what it cost now. They, they never, never knew what it was. was. I got the message across town. I got the city on agua. Mama, you know you get mucho. All of these niggas get nada, nada, nobody got a cosign. But they still do. You had your time. Now they don't feel you. I'm not a sideline guy, not in your rear view. I took the gates down. Now, now I'ma build you, cause, cause they don't wanna see me. They don't wanna see me shine. I ain't, I ain't even know. know. I'ma go heck in mine. They don't wanna see me. I'ma go spread my bond. They don't wanna see me. I think it's tick, tick, tick. They don't want to see me, they don't want to see me shine. I ain't even know, I'm going to go head get mine. They don't want to see me, spread all my vines. They don't want to see me, I think it's tick, tick, time, time. The wait is over, uh -huh. here to take over. Bruce bring no water. But he know that I bring it too. We on the street, we could never lose. lose. Yeah, this is all that we ever do. do. Boyfriend and girlfriend can never, never choose. choose. Baby, don't sleep, you should never, never snooze. snooze. They just keep calling. Okay. I feel the orders. That's right. Stacking like hoarders. Okay. They know I'm important. Let's go. No heck that I'm gorgeous, I'm lit. lit. I got them all up in my biz. Now. They on top of they list. I just hit I. I. Don't miss. miss. This is all we know. Okay. This is how we grind. That's right. This is all we know. Okay. Uh, this is how we grind. They don't want to see me blow. Uh, I pay them no mind. Yeah, I, I just got to shine. They want to see me shine. I ain't even, even know. I'm going to go ahead and get mine. They want to see me. Hey. I'm going to go spread my bun. Hey. They want to see me blow. 
think it's tick, 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 I like that. Yeah. I like that. Oh, thank you guys. That's awesome. If thank you're out there, make some noise for DJ Sherlock. Make some noise for Miss Marrows. Thank make you. Make some noise for Eddie Bills, for Moti, for Greg, for the parlor, for everybody. <laughs> I need another hug. I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm bringing my stool back. I'm bringing my stool back. All right, so that's it for Tracks Off a Serpent. I've given you enough. Um, we're going to perform a joint right now, which is going to come after Serpent. I can't say when, but it's going to come out after Serpent. It's also very fun. It's produced by my brother Generous, um, another legend, another Rhode Island legend. So let's do it. Let's do it. Magic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Said if you bad, then you know just what you like. I didn't traffic, I crash your motorbike. Gotta have it, I had to know the heights of your magic. Let's go. Know just what you like, yeah, yeah. Motorbike, whoa. Your magic, yeah. Boo do you? I never knew you had that kind of power over me. Pull me closer, these nights they bleeding today. I got my eye upon your guideline. Stopping time, but when the time right, through the labyrinth, imagining what's happening in your world. If you bad, then you know. Oh, oh. I didn't traffic, I crashed your motorbike. Gotta had to know the heights of your. Ooh, oh, said if you and you know just what you like, eh? Bike, eh? Hey, right, yeah, look, I got a feeling you're dealing today. Oh, the magic I'm feeling away. If it's tragic, then we've been astray. May the addict of me is the way you lead me in and you're pulling me closer. I like the way that nobody approach you. I wonder if I can add to this. Imagine if we built a world. Said if you bad and you know, oh, oh. I didn't traffic, I crash your motorbike. Hey. Your magic. Said if you bad and you know just what you like. I didn't traffic, I crashed your motorbike. Gotta have it, I had to know the heights of your magic. Hey, yeah, 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 magic. So this is a joint called Like Magic, once again, produced by my brother Generous. Doesn't have a release date, but it feels like Halloween. It just feels like that kind of vibe, I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. It'll, it'll come out eventually. Magic, yeah, shout out to G, man. So this, this is also gonna be our last joint, but I feel like it went by really fast. It always kind of goes by really fast. That seems like a really, really, really fast stream, so I don't know, if we can pull out another song, if Sherlock has something in the crates, he can maybe find, we may do another joint, see if we can end off on another good note. Hey, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Uh, Eddie gave us a thumbs up, so we good. 
Hey, right, water bearer at all. Hey, yeah, man, you gotta rock with me. People champ Dwayne Johnson running through the city like I'm Rome. I'm exhausted. Engineer tripping, hit the booth, then I lost it. Lot of ice cold shit brewing like in Boston. I'm bossing. Boss dog, got no caution. I'm bossing. Talking business with my people, and we bossing. You could witness from the crowd, but I'm bossing. Ain't no funny shit allowed, man, we bossing. Okay, no funny shit allowed, but I'm bossing like I'm Michael Scott. Flossing weights like I'm not. I got no love for that pout shit. I don't rub shoulders with them people on that doubt. Ain't about shit. I'ma run the game for a while. On that new shit, different day, different pile. Already call me Hollywood and I can only smile. Cause I do it for the city, put some anchors on my crown. Simmer down, uh, that me up then ask me where I been. Know I'm in the stew or I'm playing with my kids. Either way they getting sunned. I need seconds in the crumbs, any second I go dumb. School these niggas, they alumni. You gotta rock with me. People champ, Dwayne Johnson, running through the city like I'm Rome. I'm exhausted, engineer tripping, hit the booth, then I lost it. Lot of ice cold shit, brewing like in Boston. I'm bossing, bossed up, got no caution. I'm bossing, talking business with my people, and we bossing. You could witness from the crowd, but I'm bossing. Ain't no funny shit allowed. Okay, water falling off now, that's a long shot. Infinite me, we never gone, stop. Nowadays I keep them on stone, watch. Any given day, I might me hurricane, I might make another lane. Dominion over brain, so I manifest. I can't let nobody on this plane, that's what the manifest said. When I land, I'm less dead. I go nuts, I go bananas, that's banana but bread, bitch. Pay me what you owe me, what's the going rate for? I want all this priceless energy to wrap my... You can't pay that, I don't play that. I'll excel through all endeavors. Reappear in any form you place and bet you know you gotta rock with me. People champ, Dwayne Johnson, running through the city like I'm Rome. I'm exhausted, engineer tripping, hit the booth, then I lost it. Lot of ice cold shit, brewing like in Boston. I'm bossing, okay? Got no caution, I'm bossing, okay? With my people, and we bossing, okay? But I'm bossing. Ain't no funny shit a lot, okay? Said waterfall enough, now that's a long shot. Infinity, me, we never gonna stop. Nowadays, I keep them on stone watch. Any given day, I'm Miami. Uh, Running back said, Waterfall enough, now that's a long shot. Infinity, me, we never gonna stop. Nowadays, I keep them on stone watch. Any given day, I'm Miami Hurricane. Okay. Between the notes, Gary Janzinski and Motif Magazine interviewing Joe Bruce, Rhode Island's own. Water, 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 water. <laughs> So other than um, in Rhode Island, have you lived anywhere else? I have lived nowhere else but Rhode Island, ah. like most other Rhode Islanders, mm -hmm. born and raised in Providence. <laughs> Passport to go to Aquidneck Island? Pretty much. Yeah. Block Island, anywhere, any island from here. And how old are you? I'm 29 years old. 29 years old. When did you start your journey in the music world? It's weird, because I, I really started rapping probably like 12, 13 years old, middle school into high school. Met Clark Work, who I make music with consistently now. I met him freshman year at LaSalle. He was the first person to really record me in his garage out in Lincoln. Um, so those are the, the beginning days. But when I turned 18, a lot of family stuff going on. I, my best friend, who I really made music with, Inc., he moved to New York for school. So I just stopped. I didn't make music for six years. Um, it's probably a little longer than that, honestly. And um, When did you start? Um, what year? Like, when did I come back? No, when did you start doing music, period? Oh, man, period. Uh, period was probably, like, 2005 or four, like, middle school days. Mm -hmm. um, then when did you stop? 
and it stopped, I want to say, 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. no later than 2011, and um, I came back in 2017. So six years, in twenty seven. So I had gone through so much with with my family at that point, and um, you know, just my professional career, and thought I was going to be an investment advisor, and I did that for a year. And ultimately, it was just too much. I was like, it's not for me. I started driving for Uber, and that was a great experience. I was driving in Boston for a while, met so many different people. It was just I needed that experience when I when I look back, and I met a guy one night randomly on the street. He's wearing a Boston Bruins jersey. He flagged me down. He was like, listen, if you bring me to Worcester, I'll give you sixty bucks. I'm like, all right, cool. But it was a great ride because we were talking and I was like, yeah, I used to make music back in the day, but there's dudes like even J. Cole, who I really rock with, they, they say a lot of stuff that I would say, like, it's cool, I don't really, and he was like, bro, if you tell your story, there'll be people out there that can relate. Because I was kind of feeling like there wasn't a place for me in music. And he said that and it just stuck. And I went and I found Sherlive like a week later. I knew if I was going to get back into the scene, I would have to find him. It's exact. I remember I went to his mom's house because that's the last place I knew. His mom and his sister come to the window like, who are you type of deal. And I just gave him the rundown. They're like, oh, this is, they gave me his number or something like that. And we, we made it happen. Literally that day, I went to his house, reunited with Clark. That same. Is that was, when you started again or is that I started your originally? Again. That's when I started again. So, so what made you originally start? Uh, I think just uh, being a really big hip hop fan. There's a story that I tell sometimes. I went to community prep for middle school, and there was a kid, EJ Traub. I walked in the lunchroom, and he, they were all like freestyling at the table, but he was cracking on everybody. He was getting everybody good. And I walk in, and he gets me, and I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't do anything about it. He's like an eighth grader. I'm a sixth grader. I can't rap, like, at that point. So that's what made me, like, ah, right, you know, I got to at least be ready to defend myself the next time. So, so that's, where, that's where the writing started. Uh, but I've always How been old a huge was that? fan. That was, I was probably 12. Mm. I was 12. Out of humiliation. Yeah, pretty much. Not mm-hmm. like deathly humiliation, mm-hmm. but just like, ah, damn, you got me, bro. Like, you know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty that's much really how middle school runs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was rap the only, that's what you started with, rap? There wasn't Definitely the clarinets, there wasn't the saxophone? Well, actually, no, literally the saxophone. I, I mm-hmm. took saxophone lessons for like... 30 minutes. <laughs> I, my mom, I, went, I think, went to like Luca Music. They got me the sax. Yep. yep. And um, I went to classes. This is this had to be like third grade. And the teacher was so mean. Mm-hmm. The guy was just, I'm like, bro, I just picked up a saxophone. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But he was just a mean old guy. And I was like, I'm done. I'm good. Didn't want it. Like, in, re- in retrospect, I'm an adult. I'm like, damn, mom, I'm sorry. But um, was there any motivation, anything positive out of it? No. That experience? Not at all. And I mean, also, I just like looked at the saxophone like, oh, it'd be cool. But I wasn't like dedicated. That was a big thing about my younger life. Mm-hmm. Th- this run with music was the first thing I've ever dedicated myself to over a period of time. As a kid, I was, I played quarterback. I played, I was a pitcher. And like everything kind of came easy when I was younger. Once it, there, there became a wall of like, all right, you're going to have to work to exceed this. I just stopped. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that till I was an adult, you know, and, um, you know. That's just my story, and I'm, I'm grateful it happened the way it happened, and that now we're just pushing harder than ever. But, um, yeah, I um, did not push very hard when I was a young kid. I just chilled out. <laughs> when you started part. rap, was it original raps, or did you rap I think covers? You, I think naturally you you have your idols. My Jay-Z was my guy. My dad is a huge Jay-Z fan. Um, and so that was back Jay-Z versus Nas, so that made me like have to not like Nas for some reason, you know what I mean, as a kid. And... Um, yeah, I have this vivid memory being in a th- uh, the second grade. He pulled me out of school. I got a good report card. He was bringing me to KB Toys to get a new video game. But on the way there, he was playing Jay-Z's It's a Hard Knock Life for Us. 
and he was breaking down the lyrics, like what what he really meant by this, all the double entendres. So like being that little and mm-hmm. realizing that that existed in music, the meaning behind it. It's that's why I'm the writer that I am today. Is just that perspective. Like I never wanted to rap and like it be weak or not really be about anything, you know, just because of that experience with my dad. So he was big. Even when I first, like I said, I started rapping and I told him, like when he found out, he was excited. But he was like, you need to go out and get the best of Eric B and Rakim, EPMD. I was listening to Audio 2. I was listening to so many like old rappers as a kid. I realized, wow, there's some of these things that they were doing back then that are still constant today. And there's some things that have evolved. And it just like got my brain working in, a, in, in that kind of way early on and made me want to develop my own style, I guess. The were there any other instruments other than the saxophone catastrophe? <sighs> Sax- I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, like... There have been times where I've thought like, oh, you know, I want to produce. And I produced a tiny bit when I was a kid on FL Studios. But um, I realized I just need to put the right people around me, um, hone my skills, and, and like do my job. You know, I don't, I don't have to. There, there's some people that are great at doing the whole thing, the writing, the production, the video. They do it all. And like I just don't feel the urge to be that guy. Um, I like working on the best team, you know what I mean, and just making it happen. That always feels the best. And you love the words. Yeah, I, and I yeah exactly. I love the words. That's my that's I feel like my role. I, I love writing. Doesn't matter what it is. I wrote articles in school when I was a kid. Like anything. I want. I wrote books as a little kid. I would do all that. I still want to write books as I as I age. A little words. Bit. Huh. Why did you start? Uh, other than the humiliation. What? Rat. Well, well. So you know, back back in that that like story in Boston. I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. I just start kicking the tires and. Um, I think for me as a person, I have to be climbing a mountain consistently. And I've realized that, and that, that started more in adulthood, but I, I realized that it wasn't going to be easy to like build a name for you out of nowhere. I didn't, those six years, I also didn't have any social media. I did not have a personal Facebook, Instagram. Technology had passed me. I would go home. I had a daughter at that time. It was just me and my girl. We were building our lives. So um, when I got back in and I realized, well, I have to promote it somehow. It was just like every step of the way was from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just that energy of like proving myself that that's big in rap, you know, having to prove yourself um, is one of the reasons that it, like, or, or that's that's a lot of the coal um, that's burning in there. Um, what was the creative thing in that six years where you weren't doing any music? I I don't even know if I was being that creative. Honestly, I played a lot of basketball, a lot of men's league basketball. I, I wasn't out of all the sports I played as a kid, I didn't play basketball. So I was tall, and they would throw me down low and not pass me the mm-hmm. ball. So I was just yeah. like, I'm not doing it. Um, so as an adult, I started playing a lot more basketball. I like went to a couple CCRI summer camps. Like I was gonna try to walk on their team. These are all my thoughts back then. And um, yeah, I ended up playing a ton of men's leagues and just taking it seriously. Like, I'm in the gym and I'm just like playing men's league basketball, mm-hmm. not thinking that I'm ever gonna rap again. But yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't very creative. I think that was a perfect time for me to take in a lot of information. Because when I was rapping when I was younger, I wasn't talking about shit, really. It's, you know what I mean? Like, I had metaphors. Like, I had different things. Like, I always had the cleverness, I guess. But substance-wise, I didn't live enough life. Deep. I didn't know. I didn't know enough. I didn't. So, like I said, I went to Boston driving an Uber. I met people from all over the world. My perspective had changed so much um, that when I came back, the first song I wrote was Soul. That actually came out this past January, but that was the first song I wrote. Um, shout out to Frank Fittit, who's the person who the first person to ever send me a beat um, after everything. But yeah, Soul was the first song. Ended up being reproduced by Clark, and that song is, is very substantive. Like, it, is that on an album yet? Yeah, it's on the Rough Mixes that came out. That, that, so that was one of the songs that would have never came out if we didn't decide to put out that Rough Mixes tape. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, and, and it's a song about a you know about a relationship about a woman, um, but it's it's definitely one that's very much respects women, and it's I feel like it's thoughtfully done. Are you still so. working on it, or is that one of those songs you're gonna constantly no, evolve, or is it done? Yeah, that song's done. That song's out there. There are people that hit me up and say they they really like that song. Um, it's one of my girl's favorite songs for sure, for sure. Ashley loves that song. What is your favorite song, period? Yours, somebody else's? My daughter asked me that question. She asked me what's my favorite everything all the time. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's a personal thing. I have to ask a psychologist. Like, I it's hard for me to have a favorite anything. Mm -hmm, I feel like I detach from things so mm -hmm. much. Not that I don't enjoy them. I don't enjoy my life, but just I feel like, the, yeah, this would be my favorite. It's a group be of things that are Yeah, I, I have things favorite. I enjoy, but... I, picking yeah, a favorite is, is tough. Like pick a favorite show, yep. pick a favorite book. Pick a, I don't know. Yep. Uh, all these all these songs that I've made. How do I pick a favorite? I feel like Wish is a song that affects people the most. It's the most effective song I've ever written, um, and that's just basing it off of how people approach me about it. Mm -hmm. And after performing, I performed it in very um, laid back situations. People are sitting down, like really listening to every word, and you could tell it's moving to them. Um, it's and it's really just about like my wishes for humanity, um, and it was off our first our first EP. But um, yeah, I mean, is there a theme to a song that you really like, whether it's yours or somebody else's? I mean, I love Serpent. Uh, I could talk about the album all day. I really, I really love a pace, Serpent. Pace, a theme, uh, yeah, whatever, nothing. No, because I, I feel like it's always like what I'm working on currently is my favorite thing. Otherwise, I wouldn't be working on it. Mm -hmm. You know, if it, if it isn't a step, if at least I don't feel like it's a step somewhere creatively or you know past where I where I was um, then I kind of don't want to be doing it so I just kind of try to live in the now and maybe that's, that's Do you listen to many other people's stuff? Not very much in that six year stretch I didn't I didn't listen to much rap at all it, I really felt like a lot of the people when I came back it was like um, this new trap stuff is trash and boom bap for life and like that's what there's still a big community that feels that way um, so at first I was like that too because I felt like in that stretch there was so much music that was coming out that I just didn't care for it. It seemed like music was being dumbed down. So I listened to a ton of, like I love Bob Marley obviously, I love Jack Johnson, um, I love Jason Mraz even, um, Eric Hutchinson, Tribal Seeds, just like laid back stuff with people that can write. Mm -hmm. I love it, love it, love it, love it. I wake up in the morning, coffee, I love coffee, you know what I mean? Not drinking coffee, but the artist coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, th those those are the kinds of artists I listen to a lot in like before I came back into music. So even now, you know, I feel like music is very much vibration. I'll put on a song that puts me in a vibration for the time that I'm in. Is that the you're trying to give that same vibration to the listeners of your music? Absolutely. So Serpent is the perfect example. So Serpent to me is dark music for good people because vibrationally it's not it's not going to leave you feeling low vibrationally that's not the point of it a lot of the music that's released today it's it's done first of all over like tribally like war ready beats like you think about the drums in them mm -hmm. so it, it makes you ready for a certain thing and then they talk about violent things and they talk about killing mm -hmm. each other and they tell you you know what i mean so like your like words are magic i've always felt that way and i feel it more now and i feel like there's a lot of dark magic being spun by Unfortunately, hip hop and other genres as well, mm -hmm, but like mm -hmm. hip hop is almost um, like funded for that reason to be a tool to like keep people down, even though it does so many other great things. So that's why certain music becomes popular and certain other music doesn't, even though it may be of good quality. So yeah, I, I definitely, uh, with any song that I'm gonna release, I think about how the listener is gonna feel when they listen to it. Not everybody's the same, everybody's gonna digest it differently, but overall, you can get a good feel for like 
what the effect will be. At a show, you would, you, what's your reaction? They're looking for you just like I try to full be, energy, or you want them thinking I, about. So what first you're of doing. all, I'm a big dude, so it's the the full, full, full energy. Maybe a few years back, you would have caught me with that, but I'm more so because I. I feel like I know myself in, in the lyrics or why a lot of my fans rock with me. I try to give them a good show lyrically. You want them which to is get it. A <clears throat> lot of people perform over their tracks. They let the, other, the crowd sing their songs. Like they're not singing it. And I feel like if you come to see me, I want to, A, I want to stand out. I want to do what I do. Um, so I really focus on performing the song well. But you know, when it comes to performing, I, I'm just, I'm trying to expand. When it comes to writing, that f that's my thing. When it comes to performing and so many other things, I'm a baby. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to get better and better and better and, and give people, a, you know, th their money's worth when they come and see me or watch a live stream. Are you creative in any other ways? Uh, definitely. So I work in marketing now, which only happened because I had to learn music marketing. Mm -hmm. So I went to my job like, hey, after I yeah. learned this stuff, we could mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so um, I feel like that is probably the second most creative area just in like mm -hmm. thinking outside the box and exactly. enticing people to want to you know come into what we're doing does that um, affect your music now eh, not really it affects the the so like i read a book called contagious re recently it was just recommended to me by um a guy on facebook and it was a very good book he pitched it to me as like this is the book nipsey hustle read before he did that hundred dollar album and i'm like okay i gotta read that um, but so that's a book where I've, able, I've been able to implement certain things into um, my job, but also into pushing a, an album or a song or, you know, different things. Just the psychology behind what makes us like certain things or what makes us share certain things is big, too. Um, but overall, I mean, creativity, I think, being a problem solver. I've gotten to a point in my life now where it really doesn't matter what happens. I can pause and try to find some way mm -hmm. to rectify a situation. And I think that that takes creativity, too. Mm -hmm. um, so... The, having the confidence in that creativity, I don't really let many things bug me. You know, mm. your Uber driving was your creative outlet for a while. Yeah, just that's you know, true. experiencing the marketing. Listen whatever. to so much NPR back then. So much. Yeah. yeah. So much NPR. Reading, around listening, in Boston. all that is you know absorbing <laughs> into your music somehow. Very true. Very very true. Have you had any creative blocks since you've back? I guess six I, years was a pretty big block, but since then, has there been any And maybe that's ones? what it is, because people ask me if I get writer's block, and I don't, mm. but, and maybe it's just because I had that time to fully be soaking in and not writing, so maybe in six years, I will have writer's block. <laughs> yeah, you'll take six years on, <laughs> six years off. <laughs> but, but honestly, I think the reason why I don't, um, knock on wood, Jesus, I don't want to start getting it, but um, the reason I, I feel like I don't get writer's block is because I only do it if I want to be doing it. I mm -hmm. follow the energy. Something I, every, motivates you exactly. to do it, so you're not blocking and, and it's to the point where like i only do it if it, it'll keep me up if i don't finish it mm -hmm. so like i just got this beat and it's like oh i love it i'm yeah, talking yeah. like i'm talking to my girl but i'm like all right i gotta go write this song i'm sorry you know what i mean and i just follow that that vibe and it's it's never really i always feel like i don't know whatever you call it it's it's more the universe coming through me if i can mm -hmm. if i can become still enough i cannot like we were talking about earlier if i cannot be worried about what people think about this or whatever i can really become a vessel to channel things that i are unique for this realm, if you so will. So the motivation hits you rather than you sitting down saying, I'm going to write something. Yeah, I never go into a song with a concept. I never go into a song with wanting to say a line. I did that when I was a kid. I used to have like, and a lot of rappers do this, but I had a bunch of punchlines just mm -hmm. saved on my computer. So whenever I went to write, and so, but there's a slavery to that. Mm -hmm. Because now you're like, oh, but I want to use this line. So I got to, whereas you could let it flow. Yep. And you have to develop trust in that flow. Jam in that 
lyric in there is going to change. Exactly. The, and then you got to move it up, different things around, mm -hmm. at least in the way Which I write. Which might not be bad, but right, it's exactly. different than your process. Yeah, so, in, so to, to the whole block thing, I feel like there are times where if I've sat at a certain point in the writing for too long, at least to me, a couple minutes or whatever, I'll go back. I'll take three, four lines away. Something that would have scared me as a kid. Like, damn, now I'm going to be here writing even longer. But I'll do it, and pretty much every time I do, it flows after mm -hmm. that. You know, so just that, that's a cool metaphor for life, even. Mm -hmm. If it's just the pieces aren't fitting, back up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay to back up. And yeah, I guess not just not putting too much weight on any one line or any one anything, any one idea. You know, if, if nobody listened to Rough Cuts, uh, mm -hmm. would Serpent have happened? Uh, definitely, definitely. Because we're at a point now where we have, we do have people that, rock with us genuinely, mm -hmm. and so I, I, I want to continuously give them something to be proud about when they're out there telling their friends, like, oh, Joe Bruce is the best rapper, bro. like, I want to give you something to back that up, like, mm -hmm. thank you, you know what I mean? So there's that, but... Um, You're doing it for yourself I'm doing much. it for, exactly. This is, like, if I, if I stopped making music right now, I don't know what the hell I would do. I, I'm fortunate enough to have a beautiful family. Mm -hmm. That is all the other part of my time is my mm -hmm. family and working and stuff, but, um, yeah, I, I definitely have found the thing that I, I feel like I'm here to do, um, at the very least in terms of writing. Um, and I just want to do it as much as possible. You don't know how much time you have. You don't know, I don't know when I'm gonna record my last song. Like I, we're in the studio and we're chilling and we're, you know, we're assuming and we're having conversations like, oh man, it's gonna be so dope and we're over here and we're, we're, we're doing it. And it's like, maybe that never happens. It's still mm -hmm. possible. I need to accept that so I can value right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where I'm at right now. I, I just, I love everything. I love being here. I'm very grateful. Any, any chance that we get, I'm much more grateful for it than I was in the beginning. I, a lot of, I felt like I deserved certain things. Now I'm just happy that I have anything, you know. Uh, I saw on your Instagram you have this little routine. If you're going to be on camera, you'd make it the silly sound. <laughs> and uh, is that a routine before every show, or is there is there a routine? I wouldn't before say it's a. Show? I wouldn't say it's a routine before the shows. It's something that I do often when I'm recording with my people. Like when they've got the camera on me, and mm -hmm. I've got to do something like. Like I said earlier, writing is my my thing. Everything else is not my thing. So being on camera, I've had to like learn and yeah. Sometimes I just gotta like get the funnies out, if mm -hmm. you will, before they. Before is they there play. any routine? Food, drink, anything? <sighs> not really. I mean, I, I try not to eat too close to performances. Um, I'm not trying to burp on stage. <laughs> Um, my vocal coach, Alexis Lee, she, she taught me just about drinking enough water. Your vocal cords need it. Whether you're rapping, singing, no matter what you're doing, like drinking enough water is huge and that, that helped me out a lot. But that's like the day before even you're starting to drink, you know, mm -hmm. for, for this. So um, there was no big bowl of green M&Ms like the Beatles? No, I'm not, I'm not really, um, superstitious at all mm -hmm. or anything like that. I just feel like I gotta be calm enough. I like to... There are days where I'll do some stretching and meditating before. That's always helpful. Um, but yeah, every every single show is different. I approach every set different. Um, maybe that'll change. We're doing like big national shows if we get that opportunity. But I just like to put the make the set fit the crowd, you know. And so it's always new. Everything's new every time I is do it. Is there a motivation? To perform that night or in general, a mm. person, place, thing, is it just inside you? Um, yeah, just inside me, I guess. It, I, I, I feed off the energy of my people, so like we just performed in New Hampshire, and the crowd wasn't huge, but we had people from Rhode Island drive to New Hampshire with their water bear shirts on. So I don't care if they were the only people there, I was gonna rock that show hard mm -hmm. for them. Like, how could you not? Um, and then have them in the crowd singing the songs with me, yeah, I'm definitely gonna turn up at that point. Like, you, you have to. 
Um, so that, 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 I guess, is the motivation. Sure Live going hard with me, too. Like, that's always dope. You know what I mean? He starts getting into it. It's pretty much that. Do you record in Rhode Island, too? Yeah, absolutely. So I, pref I mainly record at The Den, which is a studio owned by my brother Clarkwork. A lot of the music I release is Joe Bruce and Clarkwork. Um, so that's the kid I met freshman year, and mm -hmm. we, we reunited. So, um, yeah, he's in The Den. He's in a historic building. A lot of artists would know the, the spot off Elmwood. Um, ton of studios in there, but he's got a nice spot, and he's just his mixing and mastering is next level, in my opinion. That's the difference. That's where you stand out. Um, there, there are people that have cool, cool lyrics, even a cool song structure, all that stuff, mm -hmm. but their song doesn't sound quality. There have been so many songs to blow up that weren't the best lyrically, but they were mixed and mastered by the greatest. Mm -hmm. So Clark brings you that energy. Um, so I feel like have you watched anybody else record? Yeah, no. So and, and and I I don't take anything away from some of the uh, we have the reason Rhode Island music has gotten better is we have great mix and master and engineer um, specialists. You got generous, uh, you got Larry O, you got Merck, obviously historic Boiler Room. Um, I recorded with all of them recently. I'm trying to think of who. I, this is this is this is a good a slick. You got slick mix. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a lot of great engineers out here and that, and that improves the whole that improves the whole scene i don't think a lot of people yours talk theirs about that. no but not absolutely I, it's it's easier to like put a playlist like roadie rap together because now you see those engineers i just named they're engineering most of the songs on there and they're all very high quality so it makes it makes the whole state look better uh what's the extent of your touring so far right now i've performed in connecticut new hampshire a ton in rhode island obviously um jersey I actually didn't perform in Jersey. That would have been awesome, and, and we're working on something for sure. I went out there actually to meet Ren Thomas, helped him out with a video, and it's dope. We ended up making a song. Um, but yeah, so, so a lot of my life in general, I haven't tra I have never been on a plane. <laughs> so I, ha I haven't done a lot of traveling growing up. Um, and it just feels like this is now is the There's time. There's no plans in the near future yet? Oh, definitely. This, now, now it's like, this is the year. Before mm -hmm. COVID hit, our whole goal was yeah, 10 new was states. That, that's what we were literally walking killed into. the last year. Yes, we, we had just performed in Connecticut. We had a show booked in Maine for the first time, and 10 new states was our goal, mm -hmm. and then COVID hit, and it, like, mm -hmm. the Maine show got canceled, and that was just, you know, refocused. But it, it didn't slow us down. I feel like the best thing for our career so far has been COVID. Um, it forced us um, to be creative and, and not mm -hmm. lose steam at all. Yep. And everybody's at home. Everybody's on their phone. So we, mm -hmm. we applied pressure last year with Saturday Sauce for the. That was the second time, but the first time with videos. Basically, each week I'm I'm rapping over a you know an industry, a popular old beat, and people start to expect it and get ready for it. So we we built a lot of our our brand doing that. Mm -hmm. This year we doubled down. We did it again. Tried to do it bigger. Tried to do it better. Um, but without COVID, there's a lot of things that we wouldn't have had to learn to do. And it just yeah. Took and I that push time. you to the point on Friday is your. Big dates. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. Serpent's coming out on... Serpent will be out September 24th. I'm very, very excited. I mean, it's. I think at this point, we're a little over two days away. So, yeah. very exciting, That's for sure. Uh, you want to come up, uh, introduce your team? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Please, please, please. My brother, DJ Sherlock, right here. <laughs> the one, like I said, I wouldn't even be doing it if, he, if his mom didn't give me his number that day. Mm. <laughs> Moms are the key. Moms are the key, that is for sure. Bless. Ah, yeah, it was. Uh, are you a Rhode Island born and raised? Rhode Island born and raised. Oh, absolutely. Right. Well, we got to get you guys out to the rest of the world. Uh, just, no, I, well, luckily I've been on a plane, so my <laughs> mission is to get him well, on a plane. It's hard not to be on a plane. You actually. know? So, yeah, no, it's been a beautiful journey. Um, 
definitely honoring when he did come to the house. It was funny because my mom calls me and is like, yo, hey, um, so one of your friends was here. And I'm like, I'm thinking of the regular people that show up regularly. And he's like, mm, I don't know, he was kind of tall. He said he met you a while ago. I got his number for you. So I'm like, okay, call him up. Yo, it's Joe. Oh, Rhapsody, what's good? How he used long to go ago by was that? Different, this was back in 2017, right? 17. So I knew him as a different name when he was in the circuits when he was younger. So it's four years in the works. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's been a it's been a journey since. This has been Between the Notes, a Motif Music podcast. We would like to take a moment to once more thank the sponsors for this episode, The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, Bolt Coffee, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Dash Bicycle. And thank you for listening.